see, young America, we need to talk. You may think this is uncool. You may even think it is bogus. But I want to tell you about something that has everyone buzzing. Something that concerns mature boys and girls just like you. Something called grassroots. Mike, 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 yo, 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 Grassroots Podcast, we are back. Uh, I want to thank the viewership, fans, supporters, everything. Be sure to subscribe. Hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. As we said before, our Discord is now live. We did our first stream uh, last night. Uh, shout out to DJ, uh, DJ Steph Cakes, Power 105. Uh, shout out to Hustle Simmons. Shout out to Starfire. Shout out to Jeff. A, a whole bunch of people. It was really, really fun. Um, I didn't realize how bad uh, Warzone changed. Not bad, but like you get really bad when you don't play that shit for a very long time. But we'll we'll get into that. Um, I am one of the hosts, Brandon Killer B H Hall. I am the regular Nas. I am Wilson. Oh my god! Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. Every, every week, Chris. Yeah, every week, every week, Chris. Every and Chris bops, man. And, and y'all know Siv is here. We have a guest, friend of friend of the show, friend of mine, Imani. Make some noise for him. We don't have sound effects. We're cheap. Let's go. Just clap into a microphone. Yes. <laughs> as, as he throws up little fingers. <laughs> Yo, what's good, oh, y'all? Shit, man. Shit, man. All right. So this weekend was a very, very, very exciting weekend. Very exciting weekend. There's a lot to discuss. Uh, let's start with uh, the verses. There's, there's verses coming up. Uh, Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Um, or am I bugging? Wait, did I mess that up? Nah, that's it. It is Keisha Cole and Ashanti. Yo, only reason I, I get so confused by it, because that shit got changed so many times and or canceled so many times that I'm like, I didn't even know if it was still happening or not. So then there's that. But before we get there, um, there was a battle over the weekend on Clubhouse. So for those that don't know, again, popular app by the name of Clubhouse, only the hip and cool kids can get in there and be a part of it. Uh, we were on there and there was a battle that took place between Joe Budden and Mayno. Now, um, while that may seem like a very odd pairing, it was probably one of the best battles that I'd been a part of in quite some time. We'll get into what that looked like. Uh, giving the backstory to it, uh, originally, I guess this started between Mayno and, and Joe talking shit to each other where they, they both said, fuck it, let's let's do a versus on Clubhouse. Not like, you know, just it was very, very organic. Uh, the rounds were aggressive. The, 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 the records were aggressive. There was a lot of surprises. Uh, so I, I guess let's just go there. Now, I know uh, a few of y'all didn't see it. So it was really just me and, 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 uh, and Ian here and then Nas and a few people. But I want to talk about it. I want to hear everyone's perspectives who you thought won, who you thought uh, didn't win. Do you think shit was fair? Talk to me. What's up? Uh, uh, I saw it off, man. Like, it, it's going to be hard because I'm a, since I am a, a Joe fan, musically, Mano, mm -hmm. uh, he he had a lot of hits. Yeah, a few hits, rather. But mm -hmm. so overall, I think Joe I think Joe won. I'm just, it's it's going to be re real, real weird for me because I'm biased. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a button fan, so... No. Yeah, man. Joe won. I was going to say that okay. regardless. Yeah, I, I figure you're, you're biased. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm biased as well. So, I mean, I mean, I mean, end of the day, there's not much I can say about that. But I will say this, though. Um, I, it, the, the, the battle itself made me go ahead and really go look back into Mano's catalog because there was records mm-hmm. that I heard and was like, oh, that, that shit hard. Like, yeah. So, I, 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 funny enough, I felt like I gained more out of it off from the Mano perspective because now I'm really interested in hearing more Mano more. shit. Yeah. So, so, you know, but I mean, away from that, you know, Joe won. And um, I think if Mano would have aligned his records a different way, he might have been able to win. And then I can, you know, maybe if Joe did it differently, it might have still been a win for him. So who knows? But, you know, home team won. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, listen, it. listen, listen, let, let's keep it a buck. All respect to Mano. Mano know I'm a fan of Mano. And like I said, I wasn't while the while the 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 uh the the battle may have seemed like it was unfair because and I thought it was interesting too, because talking to Mano, Mano was like, yo, I'm the underdog, which I get his perspective. Mano was looking at it like I'm the underdog. Like, uh, Joe's been running the internet. He owns uh, Clubhouse and all this crazy stuff. <laughs> and, he's, and he's like, look, I, I'm, I knew I wasn't going to win it, but I, I, I'm, I'm a fighter. Like, I wanted to get in the ring and, and, and show people a different uh, side of, of, uh, of Mano. So I got that. But then, again, Joe was like, well, nigga, you the one that got the, the hits. Like, you, you have hit records. Like, I'm, I'm the underdog. Everyone had him. Everyone had Joe being counted out. So to see them get in the ring and then it'd be like a real fight. Like we were in the kitchen strategizing. Like it was, it was aggressive. Like it was like, <laughs> it, felt, it felt like, nah, you know what? I, and I was saying it's a toy and, 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 and now it's like, it really, really brought me back to like those old days, E, like where it was just, where there was always something happening where it was like, oh, gotta get ready. Let's go. Let's get to it. Like it was that type of energy for me, which was exciting. So. That's funny. I enjoyed I was, this shit. I was reading the comments. They said Parks and Rory were helping. Lo and behold, it was Brandon <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. funny. It was it, it, it was it was dope because a lot of those records that uh, Joe played, it was it, it reminded me of moments and, and then the creative process. So it was good to mm-hmm. relive those moments in here and the records. Yeah. But then, I, like I said, like I'm, you know. I'm definitely a R&B head, but I'm also a hip hop connoisseur as well. So when Mano started playing certain records, just off first listen, I was like, oh, this shit, like this ain't no weak ass battle. Like these niggas ain't just playing records that maybe they fans know and only going to respect. Oh, no, like, no, 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 a, no. A casual listener can come in and not hear any of the records and be like, oh, this is dope. So that that's the funny thing about that verses that was dope to me is that you didn't even have to know the records and still yeah. enjoy it. And, and then both of them are animated and they characters and they mm-hmm. have great personalities. So just the, the back and forth was dope. And then you have people on the stage that have characters. So the whole yeah. element of it is dope. Um, yeah. I, 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 yo, can I, can I, about the versus thing, did Tim mm-hmm. and Swiss create that? Cause yeah. I feel like it was, yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tim, Tim, Tim and Swiss created. I don't even. I think we talked about this on a, a few episodes prior too. I don't remember what episode or not episode, but what. Um, I don't remember what, what the, the first battle was. I don't remember what the first battle was, but they they're the ones that kicked up. The first battle was Tim and Swiss. Yeah, yeah, it was them. It was them. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. But you know what? I don't really count them though. I don't count them because I feel like 
that was their plan. I feel like this was a plan to do this all along. They just used themselves nah. to spearhead it. I don't, I don't count them for that. I, no. I don't think so, because they was beefing for, well, not fake beefing for yeah. a while before, like, COVID right. and everything hit. Yeah, they had, then they released, like, some, uh, it was like a Jadakus and Hove. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody DMX, else, right? Yeah. yeah. And DMX, like, that never DMX. came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah they, they, they started it. Wait, so yeah. let me ask you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. Did you guys prefer the, the format of, like, the clubhouse battle where it was, like, they both play a song, there's some back and forth, and then there's, like, judges saying, like, all right, who vote, who won that round versus the, I guess, the official format of, like, like the Apple TV where it's they all just play the songs and they just keep it running? I prefer the who won that round. Yeah, because yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't make the the winner doesn't make it an obscure situation. You know what I'm I saying? Don't know. It, it felt weird to me because as soon as so, uh, like there's a there's like streak. It was like Joe, Joe, Joe. I felt like the other people were just voting in to vote Joe at, towards the end because it was just, just like yeah, you gotta you gotta definitely have um, biased judges and people who are actually knowledgeable on the catalog. And even if yeah. they don't know the record, they can still go off of that ear and be like, I right, th- this is 100 the better record, but. Yeah. I think I like the interaction on Clubhouse. I like Me the too. fact that you can actually hear other people interacting and, and giving their opinion and all that. Like I, I watch the the verses on Apple and all that and it's dope. But I really do want a like a score. Like I want a mm-hmm. after that round, who won? I want that. Because yeah, it's always too. gonna be it's always gonna be debatable. Like it's still debatable with Joe and Maine. Yeah, it is. It's but, definitely deb- like that's what I said, keeping it a buck. Um, I said to Maino, I said if this if 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 you're talking hits, of course you would you would win that. You have label support, you have a, a ample amount of, of records that you've done that have been serviced, meaning and, and for those that don't know, service meaning that that they, those records have been on the radio, they've been played, syndicated, the whole nine. But if you get into the bag of mixtapes, that that's a long walk. You know what I mean? You talking 14, 15 mixtapes? And that's yeah. the other thing where, where people were, uh, they were mad. They were like, yo, Joe's using freestyles versus singles. And I'm saying you can't really say that just because while that may be true, those freestyles were played on the radio and they're revered like singles. Like, that's why OLS3, as soon as that went off, everyone's like, yo, just turn it off. We already know what this is. Like, yeah. it's one of those things where you can't, you can't really kind of control the way that the pendulum will, will swing with that. I just like being able to have somebody to blame for the score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Directly. Like, oh, y'all the niggas that pick this. Like, yeah. you. I like that. Yeah. I like that aspect of it too. Yeah. I think it, it turned organic, though. Um, that's the one thing I really, really liked about it. Like, and no shade, obviously, to, to Versus, but do y'all remember how Versus started? Like, Versus was very organic. It was literally IG Live. I liked the the, the mess-ups between the the, um, the reception issues. Like, it just felt real, you know what I'm saying? And then once they figured it out, then it was a battle. Man, I like that aspect. Yeah, huh? Nah, I like, I like, I like that. I liked it. I like the the yeah. rawness of it. I like it, you know, that battlefield of it. So yeah. when this battle took place, it just felt funny, man. It felt the energy. Mano was talking crazy. Joe was talking crazy. Like it just, it was just fun, man. That shit was a really, really good battle. So I'm happy they they got to do it. I'm really hoping too that uh, uh more people do actually go check out Mano and Joe's work, yo. I think. If if nothing else, if nothing, if no one takes anything else away from this battle, they should really look at both of their catalogs because a bunch of people that had never heard uh, heard either one of their music, they all were like, "Yo, there's some dope ass records there." So, shout yeah. out to both of those gentlemen, man. That shit was really really dope. Um, 
who do you who do you guys have for Keisha Cole and Ashanti? It's Ashanti, man. How many times we got? It's Ashanti. It's always gonna be Ashanti, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with I'm going with Ashanti, but they're saying that she's ducking her, man. I think she then she like <laughs> she like faked COVID. Yeah, I'm the first one, right? <laughs> Yo, she did not fake COVID. Bro. She didn't fake she COVID, fake. man. No, she did not fake COVID. Don't say that. She's like, that's I'm sorry, y'all. It's two, two weeks. That, 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 that's how rumors get started. She didn't fake COVID. She, uh, so, yeah, for the fans, again, that's a joke. But for the fans, uh, yeah, but Ashanti had to push back the original battle because uh, she was COVID impacted. They've now since... Uh, finally established that the battle is happening uh, this coming Thursday. Uh, it, it, it will be on Versus. So I'm excited. I wonder if they're going to be in the same room, and I wonder if there's still some sort of tension there with them. Nah, you got to be in the same room for this. I really just want, I just want, I just really honestly want to see what Ashanti going to look like. I, don't, like, I was thinking I, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't even, like, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, I, I, I like their music. But I ain't really care. I don't. I just want to see what they gonna look like because I know they are gonna go up there looking bad. So yeah, I, that's looking what, the, fir, the the fir, the first point is going off of who up there looking the most stunning. Ashanti's yeah. been thirst trapping for the past couple of years. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, hey, Keisha Cole ain't listen. Keisha Cole ain't no 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 lightweight. Keisha bad man. I'm about, they, to, I'm about they, to hit her gram right now. Listen, <laughs> they, they gonna both be up there looking amazing. And that's going to go to, that's going to be the first score for me. Who looked the most amazing. <laughs> Round most one. Amazing. Round yeah. one, the attire. <laughs> that's it. They did, they, 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 they almost did it with home. Uh, what's, what's uh, Gucci and Jeezy? <laughs> oh no 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 yeah Gucci, yeah but they looked good though like Gucci uh Gucci came out with that jacket on the whole tension uh uh Gigi just straight looked like snowman like straight in character Gucci look you think Gu you think um uh what was I about to say never mind, I won't say that <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say what you about to say uh Gucci what no, no, no. Like it was just it, it was it was dope. The presentation, everything, just the whole shit. Like I just felt like Gucci came up there knowing, like nigga, y'all about to see me on the, on the grand stage, and I'm home. Yeah. Let, let me show y'all what home look like. Let me show you mm -hmm. what what a real star look like. And I know Ashanti and Keisha gonna do the same. Like I ain't yeah. gonna lie, they they gotta hurry up because Ashanti, I know she gonna go up there looking. Ooh. We don't even care about the music. He's like, I just, I just want to see Ashanti. My shit, my shit might be on mute after the once. <laughs> once Keisha Cole played, <laughs> Lord, my shit might be on mute, and I'll just read the comments. I'm cool. Nah, my shit's man. gonna be on mute. <laughs> and I just now went to her gram. I can confirm she is also thirst trapping. Pretty yeah, hard. it's yeah, nice. Ke yeah, Keisha's amazing. Keisha's dope too, and she's pretty funny. Keisha's actually really, really funny. So Princess of the Projects right there, man. Yeah, man. You gotta listen, gotta respect her. Gotta respect her. Princess um, of the PJs, man. Fuck that. All right. Uh, well, let's pivot, let's pivot a little bit. It's a little bit more spicy. Let's let's head on over to the hot 97 streets and let's talk about uh Funk Flex and and uh and Drake. So over the weekend, a series of clips came out uh from uh, uh, I guess a FaceTime. I'll, I'll say an Instagram live with with um, Funk Flex and uh, what's the what's the name of the guys? Uh, Gilly, Gilly, Gilly the kid. Gilly, Gilly thank you, and, Gilly the kid. And, and Wallow. And Wallow, yeah. Where um, Flex goes on to make some very, very, very uh, 
I'll say damaging statements for lack of a better word. Uh, so, the, so the first, the first, the first one he says is that um, he says, "Yo, let me tell y'all something. Y'all, y'all don't even know this, but I'm telling y'all something right now. The blackberry rape, he rehearsed it. He wrote it. It wasn't real. They didn't want to, they, they, you know, he wanted people to believe him." Um, that's one. Then there's Herb is the most sensitive motherfucker on the planet. Can't, yo, can't really hear you. Killed this nigga. Well, yeah, yo, 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 when you get closer to the mic and you do your flex, it kind of gets it's, a little muffled. It's, 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 yeah. it's too much flex. No, 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 you just gotta stay right there and do flex. Yeah, I'll stay right here. All right, fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, your 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 flex was sounding real it's bad. A, it's not. It's yeah, not bad. It's crazy. not good. Yeah. How does he get so? Never mind. He he. Never mind. It's fine. He's he's a wrestler, bro. Yeah, man. So all right. So let's 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 start with. Do we believe that what Flex is saying in that when Drake did that iconic freestyle, first freestyle he ever did, I believe, in New York City or on High ninety seven, where he's holding the infamous BlackBerry, um, he Flex is saying that as Drake is reading the lyrics off of the BlackBerry that the lyrics were rehearsed prior to recording that verse. He said that uh, Drake knew that he would, people wouldn't believe him uh, because the bars were so high caliber, or I think he kind of alluded to even that he didn't write those, those, those rhymes that he was fronting. Uh, so first I want to know, well, I have two questions here. Why do you think this is being said now? And no, and number two, do we believe it? Well, well not. Nah. Oh, my fault. No, 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 hey. no, no. no. Uh, well, I mean, I think people forget that Drake is an actor, and Drake mm-hmm. also, on top of being an actor, he's a showman, and he knows how to make something look grander than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. So, holding a BlackBerry don't mean that somebody else wrote it. It might just be a part of the stage show. It just might be a part of the effect of, oh, shit, he just wrote this? Like, that's what... That don't... Like, it don't mean nothing. I, I Like, I think at this point, Flex Flex needed to divert the energy in the public off of the other shit that they was talking about associated with him. The light bulb? And, yeah, and... and yeah. And the easiest targets for him are people that are like people that he's already had past issues with. So it don't seem like disingenuous. It's like, oh, well, we see why he's saying that because he done spoke about them before. Like this mm. whole narrative of the jerk don't write shit is, is corny. It's, it's like not even not even the fact that it's corny. It's like it's baseless at this point. Yeah. Like the man does write. He hasn't yeah. written every single thing he's done. That's fine. But now you can't just try to discredit the actual things that he has done. And it, it's just it, like, yeah, like it is wrestler type shit. It is WWF a little bit. I don't know. I, I'm not sure if Flex was trying to divert attention because I don't know. It looked like Flex might've got a bag from that lipo. Cause it looked like he was advertising the spot. Yo, but keeping it, got it. Yeah, yeah, keep keep but, keeping uh, it a buck though. Um, I read that. I read something that yo, he might have got a bag because of how he kept the way he was promoting it and and how he was doing it. Like it was some sort of partnership. Yeah, yeah. It looked it looked like he's definitely a sponsor for them or or endorsing them. But as far as the Drake thing goes, like Imani said, him holding the BlackBerry, I think that was just theatrics. Like he wanted to make it look effortless in a way, Aesthetics. like maybe. Yeah, like he just wrote it. So also, like, how could you really judge it if I just wrote it? You know what I'm saying? Before I got here, I don't memorize it. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But that's with true. Flex, as, as far as trusting Flex, I haven't, I, I love Flex. I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm, a, you know, I'm a big fan of Flex, but Flex has been going after Drake and Hove for years. Yeah. I still need more insight on his beef with Hove. He said he's mad at Hove because Hove texted him in all caps. This is Hove. With Hove in all caps. That's it. That's all. <laughs> now you've been now you've been attacking the greatest of all time for for how many? This is hey, yo, real, real quick. I don't mean to cut you off. I'm gonna let you finish. I'm just gonna ask one question. Yeah, what would you do? It's just kind of random text from Hove saying, "Yo, it's Hove," and that's it. No response. No hello. No nothing. And y'all beefing. I, I ain't gonna lie. I might. I might really just. I might not respond back because I don't really know how could I, how could I first off, I you, can't even respond back in a cool way. There's nothing you can say that's gonna sound cool after that. Like that's what I'm saying, is, man. You could have said this. Hey, hey hi. Like, like <laughs> what, what nah. First off, I gotta just appreciate the fact that Hove is texting me. So I might just be like, oh shit, I got a Hove text. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, word. I got a Hove text. Man, I get but, a text but, from Hove. I'm screenshotting it. Yeah, yeah I might I'm in I might, your phone. <laughs> Nah, I might screenshot that shit and put that shit on a on a like a billboard, like put that shit up in my crib, like it's a like a, a platinum record. Word, Man. I'm showing that to the shorties. I'm trying to finesse that text. Yeah, you know me and Hope, we cool. Right? Maybe, 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 maybe Flex whole thing is you know he's directly aiming at maybe the the two most important figures in in hip hop at this moment. In different that's, that's what I think. That's what I think. That's you what know, I think. On the artist level, no one can deny the effect of Drake and who he is, and he's the top guy. You know, he's old, he's more than just a rapper, of course, but even in hip hop, he's still that guy. And then Hove is Hove. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just a matter of him always wanting to direct his his energy towards that those top guys. Mm -hmm. Um, he does direct his energy towards other people, but not consistently. Like he, this is like year after year we find a new thing flex gotta say about them mm -hmm. and i and you know what's so you know what's so what what's so what's so funny is i feel like he might really have an issue with these guys he might I really have an issue and 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 the minute that and the minute that someone asks him a question it just rehashes those issues <laughs> and he just decided to go hard like <laughs> like he's it like yeah, it's a trigger. So it might be that. Yeah. He might really, like, not like these guys or really might have an underlying issue. And as long as you don't mention him, he cool. But the minute you mention him, he going off. So how serious does this have to be? Because this freestyle is from 2009. This is an 11-year-old freestyle. Like, this freestyle is a middle schooler. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, facts. That's I mean, a I mean, good point. Look, look at all the attention it's already garnered. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I feel I feel like with Drake with the writing stuff, it's it's kind of time to put that to bed. You know what I'm saying? Like he's at a whole nother level. Like you can't, I mean, you can't expect him to write every single little thing, but yo, that man has to produce. He also get he also gets judged at a higher level. It appears like he's taking care of all of his people. He lives in a adult version of Never of Neverland Ranch. Like that guy, he's playing for high stakes. I don't even with playing if you don't write a even, course even, or. Even. Well, that's the thing, though. When you talk about when you talk about playing for high stakes, he is the upper echelon of artistry, right? So, because of that, you hold him to a standard, especially when you start talking that king talk, greatest of all time talk, uh, top ten talk, uh, lyricist talk. 
So when you have someone that has a, a credible pen like Drake putting out smash after smash after smash and giving you sprinkles of deep cut uh, B-side records, smash after smash after smash, it sets up a, a, a kind of a gauntlet for, for yourself when, you know, now the fans are revering you a certain way. Like, it's hard to, to keep up with that. It's hard to, to make it make sense. I think that... Um, I think I even think that that narrative has changed just because the generations have changed. Like the the younger generation, they're they're open to collaborations and and writing each other's uh, records. Like they don't really care about that. Our generation, the older generation, we still are very much cut from that cloth of saying, "Hey, yo, you you wrote it. You you, you were lyricist. You're supposed to be the greatest of all time. Oh no, you didn't write it. No, nah, I'm cool." That's that's always a thing. Do we need to change that now? Considering the times have changed, or are we just antiquated in our thinking or is is that just the protocol of hip-hop well well, let me ask y'all this because you and e are close to joe yeah let's say let's say in the past somebody hit joe with eight bars Mm -hmm. and y'all two knew that Mm -hmm. only y'all two know that would y'all judge him in y'all head like 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 if if somebody if if somebody threw joe like eight bars on like pump it up but nobody knew Why would, why would, would y'all judge him like as a rapper? But why would I judge? Like, I'm going based off the fact that you said because we've seen the process. I've seen the process of him writing. Yeah. So, like, I know he can do what he's doing. It don't mean that uh, him taking eight balls from somebody like diminishes the actual talent that he has in his display. So, yeah. And then, like, the whole, the, the whole thing, like, we're not talking about a Drake record where he was spitting bars, bars. We're talking about a record that was a like a commercial style record. Mm-hmm. It was damn, yeah. you know, it, it, it wasn't a rap rap joint. And then like rappers act like they write every single piece of their song. Like most of them don't yeah. know how to write a hook. Most of them, all they do is write verses. And that's only one part of the song. So mm-hmm. when people say, I don't get no help from nobody on my right, and no, that's a lie. Because you niggas is not good hook writers. You niggas mm-hmm. don't know how to formulate uh, uh, melodies to make the hook even make sense. So you are getting help in the writing in a certain sense. You're just getting help in a certain area. So like to keep trying to diminish Drake based off of that soul, like we talking about that one uh, Quentin Miller instance, it ain't like yeah. Quentin sat there and gave him bars. Ain't like the nigga sat there and gave him some like some dialogue. Like, nah, he gave him some but, gave him some joke for him. But let's say he did. Eight. Let's say he did, right? And I I understand that Drake is still credited and well known for writing other smash hit records. And even those artists have have gone on to say, listen, y'all say what y'all want. I hear the reference uh records and all this other shit. I've seen him write. <laughs> like I've he's written a record for me. So I look at it like maybe the do do we move the goalposts because it's Drake and because all of the other elements that happen? Nah. Niggas is moving the goalposts, and the only people that moved the goalposts was niggas who didn't like Drake. Well, yeah. 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 So every everybody or, or, or they didn't like how how because most people don't like how he engages too. Like they didn't like the the the, the scissor shit that happened recently. They think he's mixy. They think he does things just as because he's winning. That's why. But but yeah, that, I mean he he all right. He's mixy. But like, mm-hmm. what the fuck that got to do with his talent? Like he's yeah. he's that nigga. So it's like who can like it's it, it all goes back to that 
I got to be extra cool and extra street in order to be valid and relevant in the space. And it's, it's just not how shit is anymore. Like yeah. Drake can be mixy and Drake can be all that. And he can still also be the best artist and also a great rapper. Like he don't gotta, you know, have every, every T dotted off and be the most complete artist in person for somebody to, uh, um, keep going out their way to vilify him or for some baseless shit. Like, and yeah. that that's not taking away from the point of what like the pushes or the, or the meek and them were trying to make because I understand what they were trying to make. It's just not all mm. the way valid with him because you have examples of him being the exact person that you are, which is a rapper. Yeah. And like, I, like, I think, I think for, like Pharrell just did a drink champs and he said on there, like him and Pusha have had conversations and Pusha has admitted like, yeah, like I like, yeah, he got that shit as fire. So Pusha know, but Pusha just don't like the nigga. So Pusha gonna take whatever little thing about him that's like might be a little off and he gonna magnify mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. That's that's but, my opinion. I could be wrong. But but even that, I think um I don't think you're wrong. I think that they both respect each other. They 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 wouldn't have exchanged words if they didn't respect each other. Like I think that that's what's missed. Artists, you know how this goes. You're not responding to an artist that's below you or you feel like that is inferior to you. You're gonna walk right past it or ignore it, or you're gonna just well, no, not you. Yeah, no, not you. I'm saying I, I you know what I mean. Most <laughs> most artists, most artists don't do that. You're you're different. You be on your Virgo mood. I'm yeah. talking about. I'm talking about artists. Most artists, they look at it like they 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 legit check their phones and be like, "Oh no, nah, I'm not addressing this. He's below me, or he's whatever." You can't do that with Drake, and you can't do that with Push, just because they both are are petty in their own ways of of you know just taking digs at each other for God knows how long. But I think if I think if you ever or if they ever got to a place where they could at least talk about each other amicably or get through like an interview without saying like, I'm not talking about that guy or whatever, and actually just got down to how they felt about each other's music. I'm certain that they could easily see or say about each other that, yeah, we both got hit records. We both make good music. I think that that if, if, if either one of them said the polar opposite of that, that's hating. They both would be hating on each other. I just, but, I- I, I I just feel like in that in that instance because I've had I have seen and I damn I just want to make sure I'm not misquoting but I, I I think I did see a while ago when Drake did an interview with with uh with Elliot and B Dot mm-hmm. and I think and I think he kind of did say something like that like yeah you know like I used to like him but I don't fuck with his music anymore because I know it's not real. I was like, yeah, yeah, Drake, yeah, Drake yeah. that's kind of like, nigga, you know, you still yeah. fuck with Pusha. You know, he's still one of your favorite rap. Like, yeah. but I understand where that come from because of just what happened. And it wasn't like they, they battle was like just a regular, like little, like battle. Like, you and, know, that and, was like, and, and also the, the whole concept of like, I'm not about to say nothing because you beneath me. I don't think that's Drake's approach because I, I honestly feel like Drake wanted to continue that. I think Drake wanted to continue it too. I think we all know that Drake wanted to continue that. Drake, yeah. Drake, Drake is has been very vocal with saying, "Listen, I'm for the smoke. I rap like I'm sure that that was very much a higher level call of all right. This is going left. Like yeah. let's 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 try to let's try to you know bring this down a little bit. This is this is now going outside of rap. So of course." Um, when and, and and even still, when you when you uh, going back to to B Dot and Elliot on, on on their or the Rap Radar uh, interview that they did, Drake goes on to say 
you know, I'm in a peaceful life. He was like, it's, it's a different type of life you got to live when you're beefing with someone. You got to watch over your shoulder. You got to have security. Then you got to be ready at all times. Like someone dish, you got to be on the go. Like he was like, it's, it's, a, it's a stressful life to have to live. I can only imagine what that life is like or even trying to live that life on his level. Like you, you, you brought up earlier in the show, Eve. he's taking care of God knows how many people. <laughs> Yeah. Then have to worry about all of those people in beef because, of course, for the fans, if y'all don't know, that's what happens. Not only are you beefing with the artists, you're beefing with the camps, the family members, the nieces, the nephews, the dog, like everyone. Everyone can catch it. Yeah. So to have to worry about all of those variables, yeah, I'm sure he, he was he was happy for the shit to be over with and he can move on with his life or at least attempt to, but they won't let him. I think that beef's going to end soon, though, between those two. Cause I remember when uh when Drake had first blew up, he was on like MTV Cribs or something, and he was talking about how he had bought some Pusha T paraphernalia off eBay, like a signed Pusha yeah. T mic or something like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, he t- he t- he talked he talked about loved it in the rap he talked about it in the rap radar joint. But I do think also you know just like Jay's petty, I do think Drake is petty. I don't think I, I think where it went with them, I don't think I don't see uh you know I don't see a reconciliation on that. Me personally, I'll be real with you. There's certain people I don't want to see reconciliations on. Like, I don't, I I know it would be great for hip hop. I know it would be great for, you know, them as men, but I'm not really tripping off seeing a reconciliation with him and Push. Like, I do think, like, it did cross a line. Um, I'm not a rapper, so I don't go by their rules and I do understand how the rules play, but mm-hmm. I do think, you know, where Pusher took it, even though it was an amazing move and it was smart and, you know, he did what he had it to do to get his dub. Uh, I know me as a man, I, I couldn't come back from that. And now sit in a room with you and dap you up and I couldn't do that. So I don't see that happening. I don't want to see that with 50 and Ja. I don't want to see that with, you know. Uh, I, don't, I honestly don't think that 50 and Ja shit will ever happen. I think I think push and I think push <laughs> and, and Drake before 50 and Ja. Oh, yeah. I don't I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't I mean, ever see 50 and Ja. Uh, uh, being friends. I don't oh, ever no, see no. it. No, no, no. Fuck friends. I don't see them niggas ever speaking to each other face to face. Yeah. So, I like, mean, I don't... So, so, yeah. I mean, I, maybe Push and, and Drake can get to that point, but do I want to see it? Like, am I looking for... Like, I ain't really tripping whether it happened or not. Like, there's certain people that beefed that I want to see. Like, I liked when I saw uh, French and Jim yeah, like, piece yeah, it up. Like, yeah, I liked that. That was like, hard. That, that was hard. That was, that was dope to me. Um, I like Gucci and and, and, and Jeezy. That's all. Nah, I ain't chill. like that. Chill, I ain't like that. I, you I, listen, you, you cannot pop my man and expect me to sit on stage with you. But listen, but but the reason why I said I liked it for that for that very reason. Was that you was, know what I'm was saying? That, like, was that his man, man? Or like, that, that's like, what I was saying. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't was know, this man over for Thanksgiving and all that? Like, who I, was he? I, I, yeah, but it don't matter. That's it's his man. They, yeah, it don't, it don't matter. It. it don't matter. It's his man. At the end of the day, it's his man. Like, and, and you know what I mean? You you think about a life being lost and, and them just being able to reconcile on a public forum in the middle of Atlanta where there's mad tension. Like, the, the reason I say all of that is because if that can happen, it does leave me with a little bit of hope for Drake and for Pusha. While I'm with you, um, E, I honestly don't ever want to hear a Drake and Pusha record. What? Like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> Why? Just because of just because of. All right, you remember when um, 
You remember when Black Republicans came out? Yeah. You remember that record? I like yeah. that song. I know, but do you remember how awkward it was? The CQC when that shit came out, it was weird. It was like, wait, this is... You, you is know what's so funny? Or? I, I, feel, I feel like if the first record we ever got from Jay and Nas would have been the uh, success joint, yeah, and it would have been like, oh, this is like, this is yeah. it. Like, oh, yeah. fire. Um, it was a little lackluster when they did it. It didn't really but make it, sense to me. But it's lackluster for a number of reasons. Number one, it was like, wait, Hov and Nas are like that's that's number one. Number I thought, two, I, I thought it was edgy because they was calling themselves Black Republicans during that time. <laughs> is it because you're a Black Republican? I'm, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Independent. Uh, allegedly, I, allegedly. I, I I I hate to be ignorant, but I think anybody in a tax bracket who's Black might be a Republican. Now you're, well, you're speaking facts. Yeah. So, I, so yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know if it, I don't know if any of them are really too keen on wanting to display that to the public. But it's, it's a lot more black Republicans than we want to sit here and uh and, and claim and claim. Yeah, man. Well, listen, man. Hey, don't chop my money, man. Go, yeah, get, yeah. You know, like, go, go get yours. Like yeah. I got mine. Just, yeah, just, just give me all my ducats, man. Just give me all my ducats. Like I don't have time for all this shit. Um. But yeah, all right. So fuck it. We'll we'll move, we'll move off that. I, I, I'm I'm hopeful though. All right. So let's say hypothetically speaking, hypothetically speaking, just real real quick, if there were to be a push and Drake album or or collab, would you want a mixtape or an album number one? And whichever one of those type of projects that you choose, how many records do you want to listen to from both of those artists? I'll just take a song. Yeah, just I, 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 yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't think they could do a project together. Their, their material is way too different. Just give me a one-off. Because the album, the, the, the yeah. album ain't gonna feel genuine. Both of y'all don't really complement each other's styles and what y'all do. Um, just give me a one-off. Other than that, yeah. I'm cool. Like, cause mm-hmm. it ain't gonna feel real. It ain't gonna feel genuine. It's gonna feel pieced together. I'm not even gonna believe that y'all were actually in the studio creating these records together. Like, mm-hmm. I'm cool. Just give me the one fire single that y'all can give us, whether it be a push single with Drake on the hook or whatever. Other than that, don't give me shit. Uh, maybe maybe two else. songs. Maybe two songs. I was about to say, you can give me a... <laughs> listen, maybe y'all, two. Y'all, I, 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 I think if Meek and Drake can make up, push in and, uh, and Drake can make up, yeah. That Meek and Drake shit was baseless. So I understand. He almost destroyed Meek's career. Yeah, but I, if I'm keeping it back above, to back. You, yeah, but you could see how you could see how both Meek and Drake now seeing them in a, in a uh, in a healed state, you could see how they missed each other. And I'm not trying to be funny, but like they missed each other's friendship. Like they missed hanging with each other. I never really looked at that beef as like a beef. And while we covered it aggressively, like I didn't think it would really escalate just because it never escalated. Like you can see that people were trying to step in and try to, you know, you got Ross trying to talk to people. Then you got Wayne trying. Like it, it never was really. You think going... they, hmm? not to not to cut you off. You think that they missed. You think they missed each other, or they they missed each other's friendship, or do you think they missed each other's business friendship? Like I, I don't know. Yeah, I can't figure I, it out I, yet. I, just because I, I don't. I don't think them niggas is like. And you know we throw the yeah. I, I know we throw the friend word around very loosely, mm-hmm, and that's cool, loosely. especially in the industry. I don't think mm-hmm. them niggas is like friend friends where it's like a real concern of like, yo, that's my nigga and this and this and that. 
I do think that at a certain aspect, they did some good business together and the combination of them two, um, whenever they did do something, it was heightened. And and then on, I might think that friendship is one-sided because every time I, you know, I look at it, it's more or less of a meek going to get a record from Drake to kind of help propel his joint. So I think maybe Meek woke up and realized, you know what, the relationship that I had with this dude on the business end was much more important than a little bullshit that I was- a little bullshit. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So let let me patch that up so that we can get back to that business friendship. And then, you know, Drake was probably like, you know what, Meek is a cool nigga. Like, it ain't no big thing. Like, we can get back to the business. But as far as like them niggas like being like Kiki and like really like being friends, I I don't know. I don't see it. I, I I think it's genuine. I think a little bit of it is genuine. I think it's, I always give it 50, 50. I'm big on 50, 50. I think, I think 50% of it, again, just seeing them interact, like that you could see the where they were like giddy, like they were out of like the, the cool rapper bag. You, you saw that video where they, where they were, uh, it was like behind the scenes of some shit. They were sitting around joking and laughing. Like they were giddy though. Like, and I mean, had, respectfully. When they had everybody in the video, like Nip and Jen. Yeah, it was, it was a, it, they were they were giddy. Like, they weren't, like, on some rapper shit, like, yo, t- posing a picture or even in a video, like, yo, we just squashed the beef. We still in, in, in thug rapper mode. Like, no, they were laughing, joking around. Like, they were giddy. Like, they were running around in, in, in the thing. Like, they were having fun. I was happy for that just because... <laughs> You Man, can just see that they were tired of this shit. That's what I'm saying. Like they millionaires, like they not they're they're, they're chilling. Like hey, who hey, wants the me, beef? Let me tell y'all niggas right now. The minute I'm a a, a a millionaire and and a millionaire, not meaning I've grossed a million. I'm talking about my multi where, multi. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be giddy a lot too. <laughs> no matter who the fuck, no matter who's around, enemies. <laughs> Niggas I don't like, niggas I do like. I'm going to always be giddy. I'm going to be giddy with with everything around me. So I don't I don't really take the giddiness and the laughing. I'm going to laugh at jokes that ain't funny. I'm going to be doing bad. Word, everything is shit. great when you when you know. Yeah, everything is great. Word. I'll everything be laughing at bullshit great. now and my life ain't even all together. So I, I'm going to be double laughing when, when I'm a mill in. And Drake is hey, at least a hundred in a hundred million. Yeah. Oh, easily, that nigga should, That nigga should never have a sad face on camera. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's you. You can buy a new heart. It's fine. Yeah, like literally, go, it'll be fine. Yeah, you got to cry out. Yeah, it, yeah it'll, it'll be fine. Break the heart and just buy another one. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's move on to Brooklyn and the Nets. Looks like the league's trying to do it again, ladies and gentlemen. Everything to stop my man Goat James, B. You can't stop that. You can't stop that, man. You can't. So we're, so we're just going to skip over the fact that we tried to do this before, right? We tried to do this. The Lakers, the Mamba, it was blocked. Are you talking about with CP3? Yeah. That was the league. That was the league hating on Cole because they knew he, he would have been better than Jordan. He would have got his ring. He would have yeah. got at least, he would at least have got one or two more than he has he now. He would have got. He would have easily gotten two more. Yeah, but do you guys, do you guys think it would be a better league if they would have stuck to that? Not letting people build super teams. Can't stop that, man. Then because then you stop free agency, right? You, you but was but, my bad. bad. But was the veto on the trade more about the stopping the super team, or was it about the fact that the NBA owned that team at the time and they didn't they like they just didn't want that trade to go down because it would have really fucked up that team? Yeah, I think I think that's what I think it's more of a business move because the league owned the Hornets at the time. Yeah, and if you take away their one star player. The league is like, we're gonna lose money down here. So it's a business decision rather than 
like my my uh, theory of them trying to personally stop Kobe is that I got to make a smart business decision. I need him. Yeah. I need that player in Louisiana bringing in some sort of income for, for that yeah, that, or revenue rather for that team. And yeah. And I think it helps the NBA if they, you know, cause Chris Paul at a certain point, like they love Chris Paul NBA, mm -hmm. like he represents so much. I think it would have helped them to see some, one of their greatest players ever who, you know, they love to build stories around, which is Kobe. And then also another face of the NBA get together on the same team and be able to championship the, the greatest uh, uh, franchise in NBA history debatable between them and Boston. Like, no. I, I don't. I don't think the NBA purposely would have want to block that. Like that, I. I, I think it actually would have helped the NBA. Mm. Uh, no, I, I can see how the NBA would want to block that. You got uh, big ass athletes, some of the biggest athletes in the world. You know, you look to those artists and those athletes to then uplift those markets that the athletes play in. So you you think about a. a Ohio or, 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 I don't know, Cleveland. Let's go Cleveland, right? That's, that's Cleveland, in Ohio. Uh, that's in Ohio. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. I'm, I meant to say Cleveland specifically oh, when right, I think right. about, like, when I think mm -hmm. about LeBron's ascension. When you think about LeBron, before LeBron going to Cleveland, like, he was their greatest, greatest hope. He then lands in Cleveland, does great work there, and then leaves. The moment uh, LeBron leaves, that market, Crashes. Think about it. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, businesses went out of out of out of business. Uh, what did they say? What else happened? A lot of the um, the funding that was going into that city just because LeBron was a, a, a cavalier was gone. Yeah. The moment he the moment he goes back, is thriving again. So yeah, of course, from a league perspective, if you have a Harden, a KD, a, a Kyrie, all of these market esque basketball players that can drive the league as a whole all in one neutralized city, be it New York, like it, New York will become the Mecca of basketball at that point, just off of that. Oh, it's definitely why? about to be the Mecca of basketball. Is that yo, why you yo, 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 out of Well, first of all, I've always been a big Brooklyn Nets fan, you guys. Know. <laughs> um, and, and, and now, and now that, and now, hold on, hold on, hold on, and now that we, hold on, Hold on. Now that wow. we, the Nets, have acquired James Harden, we are offering a loyalty forgiveness program to all you Knickerbockers out there. You guys can come on over. Come on over. You guys can share in this, this championship with us. This Brooklyn Nets shit. my favorite hat. This, this, Brooklyn, this Brooklyn Nets shit remind me a little bit of um, the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Darren Williams. Yeah, Darren like, Williams shit. Yeah. I, I think this is bigger I, though. Yeah. Katie and Harden mm -hmm. now. Because Kyrie. KG and Paul were at the tail end of of being like done. They were they were done so, at that point. They, yo, they, so who, they, so who's who who's 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 go-to on the team then? Slim Reaper. It's yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's, it's the slim yeah. reaper, yeah. man. But that's but did, but did, did y'all see that member said Kyrie won't be there much longer now? That he, it's it's Harding and him that he got to deal with. To, to, like that's a lot. Yeah, I think he I really has emotional issues. Like he really, has I think I, 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 mental and emotional issues, man. Um, I I think that could be possible, but I also think that the business could get to you. Like I think in any business, I think anyone goes through that business. Um, I guess for lack of, now I wouldn't say dry season, but rough patch. I'll say, 
that that patch where you're you're in a, a professional bag and you move and everything is 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 happening, and then something shifts and now you're turned off. Everything that you once loved about the business, about the the, the game of basketball, about even doing media, you're now annoyed by uh, annoyed by it simply because of the fact that you're not being revered a certain way. Like his the message that he tries to uh, get across he always feels like is completely spun around. So he probably is just getting tired of the semantics of being, you know, of, of what comes with, with playing basketball, at least from what I'm gathering. Like he keeps, cause think about it. He keeps saying like, look, y'all want to be messy. Y'all want to keep taking jabs. Y'all want to do all this shit. I legitimately just want to play basketball and, and, uh, and bring awareness to, 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 no. to the pandemic. See the bad, see the, see the, the bad part about that is, yeah, you want to do that. And you know, you can, you can reference it even with their music. Like you'll, you'll have a love for that and you have a passion for it and you want to do it, but then you also do want to reap the benefits of it at a certain point. But then you get to a point when you realize, wait, I don't really have the control that I thought I could possibly have. Yeah. And you start to really learn what the business model is and it kind of makes you lose love for the passion and, and what you originally got there for. But the only bad part about with Kyrie is you still collecting a pretty hefty check. Fact. And, and you've signed, you've signed to do a job. And on top of that, you've made requests of what you wanted to do and they and had them fulfilled. You got to hold up your end of the bargain, not even on the biggest scale of like uh, uh, having a major respect for for these people. But you got your teammates, you have your fans, you have people who look to you for just basketball. They don't give a fuck about what you're doing and 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 politics and sending money. It's all great things that you do because that's just naturally what you want to do for yourself. There's just some niggas who just want to see you play ball. And that's Mm -hmm. why you get this money. You don't get money for anything else. You get money to play ball, and you tick those checks. You, t- I think those checks come every two weeks or something in yeah, NBA. He forfeited them joint, a couple of them joints too already. Yeah, the, the, 1. yeah, the, 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 the one point six or something like that for not showing up to practice or whatever. No, nah, the game checks, game checks, oh, four hundred thousand dollars yeah. a game, and you get paid every two weeks, like he said. Yeah, man, that nigga, he getting what like thirty four mil. Yeah, he can 30, miss. Yeah, he, yeah, he can't. He, he, I'm, I'm listen, not missing nothing, bro. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 you, no, you're not. But you know, his his account might be be lit where he feel oh, yeah. like, man, I, I can risk a year of just making a public statement. But trust me, when that when that account get low, <laughs> I think I think Kyrie's gonna be super happy though this year. He's no. gonna be happy. Yo, we're gonna get this little bit of baby weight up off of Harden. <laughs> baby they, they, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna bring this championship back to New York. The clubs are going to be lit. Somebody on uh, Instagram had pointed that out. Yeah, Ray Ray. The clubs yeah. is about to be crazy. The clubs are going to be crazy. We're going to be quarantined. We're going to be shut down. We're we going to need like, to Everything's opening. Yo, the, first, yo, the first thing I thought about was, damn, son, I wish Shoes Rendezvous was still open, boy. Nah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm hard, hard, hard ain't going to have starlets lit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might yo. I might fly back out to New York when they tell me Harden hitting up Starlets. Yeah, yeah y'all. On but the low, yeah. after y'all said that, y'all right. You <laughs> will definitely be in Starlets. Yo, yo. Yeah, this is the real pandemic. <laughs> I'm just coming to New York. Yeah, I'm just thinking though. To you know, piggyback off what you said, it's a business, yo, and that's what Kyrie's missing. That mm-hmm. the business aspect of it. You get paid a king's ransom to play a child's game. Yeah, I mean, so 
the, you may not like the media, but they help generate revenue for the league. You got to get out there, B. Nobody put a gun in your head and told you to say the earth is flat. Nobody, nobody put a gun to your head and, and told you to say you did that. And you never had to enter the draft. You never had to go to, right. to Duke. Like you could, you can go play. You can do the Globe yeah. Trotters. The Globe Trotters are still respected. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not a diss. Yeah. They're still, just, they're still, it, they're, they're still, still ballers. Yeah, they're no, still respected, but don't do that. That's disrespectful. No, no, that is disrespectful. No, li- li- listen, what, listen, what I'm saying. The, the the business aspect is not as complicated as the NBA. You still right. tour the world. You're still respected within the basketball realm, and you can just go play for the love of it. Like mm. that's like that's like when you tell a like a, a you, that's like when singers or rappers say, "Man, I do this shit for the love." Man, I I don't care about the bread. But a nigga don't go to a label. <laughs> Put your shit out for free. Yeah. Anybody who says that is 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 just saying that because they really don't want to take ownership of the fact that you've entered this field. You didn't take the time to really get to know what this business is. And on top of that, you might not be prepared mentally to take the, the bullshit that you give it and turn it into gold. Like we see LeBron yeah. do it. We see mm-hmm. Kobe do it. We see people do it. So you you maybe you just not playing the game better in the aspects of the NBA. Or maybe mm-hmm. you just not thick skin enough to deal with a lot of the stuff that comes from it. Cause I see him and, and KD, like the dope thing about KD, KD's very sensitive with what the media says and does, but he doesn't take that sensitivity and run away from it. It drives him. He goes. It and, drives him. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So in this mm-hmm. moment, like I would love to see in these moments for Kyrie to switch and do the same thing. And you on a team with the dude who does that, who can understand it any better than him. Like that's like, I would want to see you do that instead of like turn away and then you on web chats for politicians <laughs> and shit. Like, I don't, we don't care that like, it's great that you're doing it, yeah. but we don't care, nigga. Yeah. How many points <laughs> did you have yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's like, he's speaking facts, man. He's, he's re- and that separates Kyrie, KD, James Hart from LeBron. And, and that team that hit Maverick and, and his homeboys, that team mm. around him, you know, they're pl- they're playing chess, like Shay Shay said. They're playing chess. Everybody else is playing checkers because mm-hmm. they they protect LeBron. And the dude knows, like, yo, all right, how how am I going to answer this? And when he admits, and when he does mess up, he admits it. Like that Connecticut shit. And I'm gonna take my talents down to South Beach. Looking back on it, maybe I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> I should have just yeah. made my my announcement that I'm going to sign with the Heat and, and keep it moving. He got a bag for that. I was about to say he got a bag for that though. He got a bag for that, fam. This is this is business. It's business. It's business. It's business. And you got and you got to think about it. We had we all had a beef with that whole LeBron shit. The the um, taking my talents to South Beach because he right? came to Connecticut. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why? But whatever. But now I think I think as times passed, I, I changed my stance on it just because I see how. Uh, ball players are treated in the league. You know what I'm saying? Like how they don't, re- how, they're treated like a, a business. So yeah. they, they have to treat it like a business. Like there's no more camaraderie. It's not the days of old where it was like, yo, the bulls are staying together for seven years or, you know what I'm saying? The Celtics just went on to do three championships. Like they're not, that, that shit doesn't exist. The last time we've seen something like that, uh, that was a conglomerate of sorts that that stayed organic for quite some time was Golden State. You can't tell me another team that that had that type of gel that that 
like a like a Bulls '94, '95. No one, no one is doing that anymore. Players now realize that while you can be a diehard, you know, a uh, 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 member of the of the of a team organization, they you know that at, at the drop of a dime, you could be scrolling through your TV and happen to f- uh, flip on ESPN and then find yourself on ESPN being traded. You know how many ball players I know that I've spoken to that have legitimately found out that they've been traded or moved or waived on ESPN, <laughs> like not even gotten a call from the agent yet, like nothing. Like that is a Joey, real thing. You know how trash it is to go from being <laughs> on the Lakers, living in LA, and niggas send you to Minnesota or something or, or, or like Cleveland. I'm have fun, I have might fun. retire. I might retire, no lie, and just go sell some shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, That's man. a hard life. Yo, my man just sent me a meme that says, imagine needing KD, Kyrie, and James Harden to compete with a 36-year-old LeBron in his 18th season. Yo, why, why are people acting like he's not standing next to AD? Yeah. LeBron, LeBron yeah. fans always act like, they pretend like Wade wasn't there. Yeah. Kyrie and Love yeah. weren't there. Yo, yeah. fam, don't do that. Don't do that. I just, I just had this yo, argument. Yo, 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 I love LeBron Stop. too, but. His basketball IQ is up there, bro. He his his basketball IQ is so far ahead of everybody else's. It's not even funny. Yeah, he's standing next to AD because he's thirty six years old. Okay, when he, he was standing did. next to Wade, how old was he? And who took Wade, over? Wade who, and who Bosh. Became, who who became the alpha of that team? No, of course he's going to be the mm-hmm. alpha. But to pretend as though he wasn't on slaughter teams for okay, most of his and career. And so was Mike. And so was Mike. So is Scotty's. A yeah, 50 yeah. greatest player. And yeah, yeah, go, but Scotty got go drafted. Hold on. And to go back to Brandon's point, the only reason that team stayed together is because Scotty had bad management. The dude mm-hmm. signed a seven-year deal worth $18 million. $18 million dollar but, deal, yeah. But yo. he was drafted. <laughs> Jordan didn't go somewhere and create a super team. But he did say, I need Dennis Rodman because Horace Grant left. Yeah, but that, come on, man. Dennis come on, Rodman, come on. He's, he's a role player, though. Dennis ain't Den, Den, Dennis. Dennis does create the atmosphere to where you can have elite shit, but he ain't like a superstar of the, the man of, had. He, of, man had twenty five rebounds and no no no, no no no. What I, what I'm saying is, well, Dennis Rodman was a superstar. Period. Away from yeah. basketball, but I'm saying within the sport, he's not like you're not building a franchise around uh, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman but, wasn't even a Draymond Green. Yeah, that's why I don't really respect th- this these KD moves a little bit. Like, I respect him as a ball player 100%. Like, KD is amazing. Yeah, KD is something but, serious. But it's like his 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 chips is coming, like, in forms of, like, the super team shit and not even the super team shit in, like, uh, uh, like a cool way. Like, <laughs> it, 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 like, it ain't like you, like, building uh, uh, with some niggas who are like, they, they, like they're good, but they're not super, like you building with superstars, Steph. You had, you had, well, top five you players, do with Russ. Players. Yeah, you're doing it with top five players. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like, I don't like that. Even when like Kevin, uh, when um, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen got together, they were great players, mm-hmm. but you're not building a franchise around Ray Allen. Paul Pierce was there forever and couldn't get them to, like, like it, it made sense. It gelled. Like when LeBron they, they were went, all 30, over 32, like they were at the yeah. tail end of their careers. Yeah. And um, you know, James to me is a guy that you can build a team around and he can get it on his own. Um uh, Kyrie is the same. 
Um, KD, of course, is somebody who can do that. So when they come together, it just looks whack. It's just like, like man, y'all should be having your own teams. Y'all should be in the league playing each other, not yeah. doing yeah. this. So do you, you know what I mean? I, I, I'd rather you, get a ring on a super squad than end up being like a Charles Barkley, though. Be a so, but, you know what, no ring. But, but you know what's so sad? Like, we joke about Charles Barkley so much in this day and age, but people forget how how dope Charles was. Yep. And and on top and on top of that, I think Charles might have a lot more respect in the NBA around just the league for what he's done for the NBA than a lot of these mm-hmm. niggas with rings. Yeah. So I know I know he would have definitely wanted that ring, but there's nothing anyone could ever do to diminish Charles Barkley as an NBA player and what he did for the league. I agree. I definitely agree with that. I think I think the only reason we even keep up that narrative is really because of Shaq, but also because also because it's funny. Like it's just funny. Like yeah. it, it, that's the one thing that you could hold over Barkley that really does get under his skin at times, where you can see it. It's like I don't matter. It doesn't matter about no rings. I, you know that doesn't matter. But <laughs> he still is very much one of the most iconic basketball players of our time. Like you, you can't. There's nothing you can say about that. He, he he's the same person that was 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 in the league, fist fighting people like a Oakley. Like he's that type of basketball play. He was that person that, like everyone else, where it was like Grandma Ma. There's always the face. That's the one thing I've as I've gotten older. You know what I mean? The league always has that one face. Like it was Dwight Howard. Then it was Nate Robinson. Then it was um, who else? Then it was um, then it was Barkley. Then it was uh, LeBron. Then it then it's then it was Steph. Like there's always that one face of the league. KG that Barkley for, for quite some time was known as the bully. Like he, he, it was, it was, he was a bully, but he was, a, he was, a, he was a junkyard dog in the same time. So I think a lot of the, a lot of what people say about Barkley with him hating and all these other things, he could hate, but if you put a, a young Barkley on the court with uh, some of the players that are, are uh, active now, I'll take a young Barkley, especially in the paint, because he's a bully. I'll take that. If you put, if you, if, and I know Draymond is Draymond, and you know he has his rings, and you know he does what he does in the league. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't, I don't count Draymond as a part of that super team because I don't think you can build a team around Draymond. Draymond. Yeah. No. Now, if let's just say Barkley is 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 who Barkley is in this era and you put him on Golden State you swap Draymond out and you put in Barkley that's a super team that's a super team like him and him and Steph like for what Barkley did his his scoring ability his rebounding ability his defense like yeah. he's he's uh he's a superstar mm-hmm. he's a guy that they they built the team around so yeah. You know, I'd rather a person be that and, and and not get that chip and at least live on that. Like, listen, I, I went out there. I didn't take the easy way out. That's why I fuck with uh, uh with um Allen Iverson so much. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I like yeah. you always being able to to be the person that they built the team around and not go yeah. chase this star, that star. Yo, let's come together. Let's do this. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't think that's going to change. I think this is we're seeing the the start and ascension of it. I think as time passes, it's going to get worse, <laughs> just because, like other organizations, football, soccer, most uh, 
organizations are trying to find a way to keep people like us reeled in because it's things like this that are happening that are pulling us away. So they're going to try to do things to spice it up. So, yeah, now, now it's going to be uh, a free fall in the league. Yeah, put nine of the greatest players on one team and put four of the other players on another team. That's, that's just what it's going to be. I just wonder if that's going to be the permanent fixture or structure of the NBA or if we'll ever truly get back to, you know, there being star players on each team and then they, them playing and actually competing aggressively like how it used to be. Not, a, not them guys that... Those guys are already starting to sign extensions. Like Giannis isn't going anywhere. Brandon Ingram isn't going anywhere. Dame. AD staying there. Yeah, Dame's not going anywhere. Yeah. So you see, there's only certain players that are actually moving uh, around. And I think, and I think that have, have, has a lot to do with the pandemic and them not being uh, certain where the salary cap is going to be next year. Yeah. So, yeah I do. They, lost that, they lost that China money. So that everybody's trying to, who, if I can get the bag now, yeah, I'm, get, I'm, a, I'm going for the bag. Yeah. I do, I do, I do want to see Dame leave, but I know he ain't. So it's Dame cool. ain't leaving. Dame ain't leaving. But I would love I would to see Dame leave, but he's yeah. not leaving. He's not leaving. He's comfortable. He, he don't have to leave right now. It's not really yeah, much what, pressure on him. He he just got to score and keep it keep it buck. It's going to get to a certain point though in Dame's career when you're going to start to say like, all right, Dame, you nice, but you're approaching the 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 yeah, but era. He, he, he never had enough. He never had enough. That team never had enough to, no, but to, get, what, out the, to get out the West. So I mean, that, I, that's I my never, point. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. but but I but I can I can accept somebody being loyal to an organization and saying, you know what, this is my home. I'm gonna stay here. I'm yeah. gonna stick it out. Um, Boy, I would just get love, you hurt, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I would look, I would just love to see what his what his next team would be and his effect on that organization would be, no. um, especially given like like a little bit more like. Uh, let's just say if Dame was on like a Milwaukee with Giannis, like what would that look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they automatically come out. Yeah, the East. I think so too. I think so too. When you put it when you put it like that, because who else? Who else? Who else are you? Who else are they going up against? I mean, you got you have Philly, you have you have Brooklyn, of course. Now you have Brooklyn. Really, well, yeah, you have Brooklyn uh, now. Brooklyn's have, only only. You have Miami. Um, I think those are the only three teams that you really have to focus your energy on and beating. We've already seen, like, in the playoffs, what happens to Milwaukee. It's literally just, all right, let's lock in Giannis, slow his shit down, and that's it. But imagine when Giannis has to kick it out and he can kick it out to Dame, what that yeah. does and how it changes up their, their whole offense. And you still got Chris Middleton, and and now they have uh, um, Drew Holiday. Like, it's... It'd be totally different. So I, I personally would like to see him bounce and go somewhere else, especially on yeah. the East. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess to the to the fans and, and viewership, like, let us know what you guys think. Do you are you guys for super teams? Are you, are you are you with it? Does it make it more exciting for you, or do you want it to go back to the days of old? Um, also, let us know who who you guys think won the battle uh, between Joe and Mano on Clubhouse. If you were on Clubhouse. Uh, hit the comments and 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 make sure to subscribe. And then lastly, uh, what was the other topic we talked about? What was the other thing? What was the other thing? Oh, oh yeah, um, Keisha Cole and, and and Ashanti. Cast your vote for that shit. I want to know what you guys think outside of what their attire will be by these heathens. I want to know what the music will sound like. Who do you pick? What joints do you want to listen to? And then lastly, like uh, like we said early on in the in the program, 
The Discord is live. We are in there communicating. We also have a private chat in there where we're going to be talking directly to the fans. We're going to be giving uh, some some giveaways again. I know I keep saying that, but this week we're actually going to do it now that <laughs> things have finally calmed down. Yeah, man, because, you know, the world was ending. Uh, there was a civil war outside. Like, I didn't want to do the giveaway for the fans and then, you know, it them not be distracted with all these. I just felt like it was insensitive. So... Um, I'm hoping the world doesn't come to an end this week and we, I can finally give out these PlayStation gift cards to, to a few of you guys, especially some of you new members that want to join up. Again, we're doing a lot, of, uh, a lot of giveaways, a lot of different streams that will be coming out with a bunch of cool people. So be sure to check that out. Uh, that said, I want to thank E. Oh, wait, hold on. Before we get out of here, E, I, I, I'm holding you accountable. Where, where, when is Songs About Five coming out? Because I know Yo. you have three. Like, what's up, man? That's funny because I didn't even put out three yet, and you just want me to skip to five. That's yeah, funny. like uh, yeah. Um, I mean, for anybody who who needs to know any quick backstory, I took three years of not releasing any music. Um, mainly, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what happens when you you know try to figure yourself and get your life together. <laughs> Word. Uh, I'm judging you for trying to fix yeah, your life. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah not, not, so um, I do have you know project set to release this year. I, I do uh, set out to make this year the one year in my career where I release nothing but music throughout the whole year. My my thing, what I did wrong in the past was I just put out a project a year and then think like, oh, I'm gonna just promote this project this year. And it's just a very old form of thinking. So I'm just planning to just release at least three, four EPs this year and then release songs about her three towards the end of the year. Now hold um, on. See, this is look. this this is when I have to put my take my friend hat off and put on how I talk to the rest of these artists. When you start talking this shit up, yeah, I'm just doing great things. You know, I'm gonna put out five albums this year and I'm gonna stay super active. Like set realistic goals, man. Stop telling me about four or five albums that you're gonna put out. But 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 it, but. Like, I'm is, not saying that you can't. I'm not saying it, that you can't. It, I want to be clear. I'm not saying that you can't. I know your catalog. And if you say anything disrespectful, I'll leak it. I'm yeah. just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying that it would be nice to get some more Imani projects. I'd be good with a good two or three if you can meet that. I'd no, be okay I'm going I'm to I'm I'm make it, I'm going to make it a priority to, to, to make sure that I have way more than just one or two projects this year that that's going to be my my goal to set for myself and i mean it's 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 january so but right now i have a record called into deep out um go check that out just something to throw out there to just get back in the flow of of also just learning a new space of retail and releasing and Mm -hmm. um i don't want to say it was like a practice shot but i was gonna say i felt i felt like it's almost like a new test run for you because we've been digital for God knows how long, a physical guy. Like, what's that like? It's weird because even just the release of a record, like my whole approach had to be different. So um, it's like I'm relearning how to be a be a, a, a full-fledged a artist. artist. Yeah. And, and it's fun because I'm I'm enjoying it and it's it's, you know, a new learning process. And, you know, my plans for the future is to also, you know, manage and have other artists. So I need to learn it so that now when I work with them, I know the process of how to take with them. I don't want to lead them down the wrong avenues. So I almost feel like what I'm doing for myself is also a practice, a practice. for what I want to do in the future. So um, all this is, you know, there's a plan to it. There's a bigger scheme. I just, you know, I've always believed in if you're not going to do it the right way, just step back and shut the fuck up. And those yeah. past three years, that's what I decided to do. I, I had the music. I was still creating, but I didn't have a real plan or real goal. So I just decided to just shut the fuck up. 
And yeah. I that's that's really what I did. All right, I guess that's an acceptable answer. I don't know if you've gotten better at PR. Um, I don't know if you I don't, I don't know if you've practiced rehearsing your rebuttals, but that was impressive. Um y'all I'll, see, I'll, yo, yo, hold on, yo, B, yo, hold on. I'm seasoned, yo. yo listen, listen, listen. I talk I, I talk my shit, and when I do talk my shit and say something that might be off, it's because I want to, because I want the I, reaction that I'm probably gonna get. But when it comes down to the political shit, I can play the political I, shit. I'm good. Yeah, I'm like, yo, Ian's really mature. I don't know how to handle mature anymore, man. Yo, yo, you and you and Joe been saying that the past couple of days, and they're making me feel like, damn, I was really a whack, immature nigga. Like, damn, oh yeah, right. you was mad, you were mad toxic. You were mad. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> you know, I love you to death. You family, yeah. but you were mad. You were mad toxic. Like, uh, that's I, fine. I appreciate it, man. We, we all are. We all are at times. But thank yeah. you for coming on. Always, I appreciate you. you know that. Um, definitely go follow Imani. Go support him. His family is loved. Um, like I said, hit the noti notification button to be notified for our latest to the greatest episodes. Uh, touch on all topics today, guys. Hit us up. Definitely talk to us in, in, in the Discord and the comments on YouTube. And be sure to follow everyone. I'm one of the hosts, Brandon Killer BHR. I am the regular Nas. I am Wilson. Our guest was Imani. You have to say your name. Oh, yeah. My guest is Imani. My God. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you asshole. asshole. And of course, uh, because Chris ain't saying nothing, Chris Bobs and my man Siv, we out of here. Cut it, 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 cut it. You supposed to lay something over.